The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, April 30th, the end of the month already. My goodness, I was just going to come up with a good April Fool's joke. I guess I'm a little late for that. We've got a great show for you stacking up today. We've got action going on all over Northern California, whether it's striper, sturgeon, halibut, salmon, crab. It's all going on, including a great action in our freshwater lakes. We're going to kick it off in just a moment with Captain James Smith. Guess what? The Caldon 2 is now in Berkeley. We, he's moved it down here, and he'll tell you all about the Caldon 1 with Captain Sean Taylor and the California Dawn 2 with Captain James Smith. In just a moment, he'll be hooking up with us. Captain Zach Medinas is out chasing sturgeon in the Delta with Gate Crashers Fishing. He'll tell you all about it. Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing is out in the Delta chasing stripers. We'll check in with him. Yesterday it was wide open, big fish action. He'll tell you all about it. And we're taking you to Ghost Bait and Tackle over on West El Camino. We're going to hook up with the owner, Cedric Ghoston. He'll tell you about what's going on out there with folks chasing bait fish, stripers, everything else up and down our Delta and our waterways. Mike Ogney's got our saltwater and coastal report. James Netzel will be chasing stripers right here in the metropolitan area. Maybe he's over in the Delta on the West Bank. We'll find out. Steve Carson hooks up with our long-range action. Gary Irk's got all the numbers on kokanee and king salmon plants from the California Inland Fisheries Foundation. It'll be a big year for you with lots of fish going into the water. Travis Morgan's got a gun you won't believe. We'll tell you all about it. Richard Burton, retired from Honda, is down for opening day of trout season today. He's at Crowley Lake. The Eastern Sierras opens today. Today with much, much flurry going on down there. We'll tell you all about it. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hicks up with us with Northern California opportunities for anglers. Lots of stuff going on out there. Let's not waste a moment of time. Let's go now to the Berkeley Marina, and let's climb up. Well, I don't know if we're climbing on board with him or standing on the docks with him. Let's hook up with the man himself from the California Dawn. Captain James Smith hooks up with us live. Good morning, James. Hey, good morning, Chap. Tell us about it, guy. That must have been a wonderful ride heading north, coming back from down south. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, first, our ride down was 21 hours. Absolutely gorgeous weather. Kent could have brought his uh, bath boat and drove all the way down to Newport Beach. Now, the ride home, quite the opposite. Um, just big-time spring weather, and it's, you know, it's not uncommon. Just It blows, and this year... Probably one of the biggest springs, according to the guys down in Southern California, that they had seen in a long time. It blew and it blew and it blew and it, and it held me down there. I just couldn't get the boat home. Finally, we saw a weather window that was just absolutely crummy with pockets of okay weather to pass through, and I, I jumped on it. Took me 31 hours to travel um, all the way up the hill. It was 400 and about 440 miles because we hugged the beach all the way up. But 31 hours was one spot. When we got past Point Conception, where we traveled maybe uh, four, 
four miles in about uh, about two and a half, three hours. It took us to get four miles. So it was just, it was just, yeah, no place you want to be. Did it ever worry you? Because I watched the video online on social media, and it worried me when I saw what you were going through, dude. Those waves coming right over. Yeah, the they were coming the right over there. the bow of that thing. <laughs> yeah, that was, and that was, you know, and that was mild because we had already lost the wind. It was blowing thirty uh, before I took took over and shot that video. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty gnarly. Were you worried? Did it did it scare you? No, I, no, it never scares me. I mean, you know, the ocean's the second home for me, and those boats are, you know, they're they're built to handle weather. I mean, that yeah. that boat can handle weather than more weather than what we can handle but it was uh yeah it was it was quite the ride going See, into and, I, and I promise you i could put you in a 21 foot ranger at, at clear lake on a bad day and you'd go dude were you worried oh man this is what we do this is the boat you know and i and i totally understand there's that so part. much there's so much lying going but on it in scares the hell out of it, the guy with you <laughs> yeah tell me about it i was the guy next to you at well, 70 miles an hour without a dashboard in front of me what's in front of me air air thank god it was fresh <laughs> well james it's it's great to have the california dawn 2 back on it now you've got sean taylor running the california dawn 1 he's taking care of it today day for you and you'll be running the on the california dawn two starting what next saturday morning right next saturday morning is our first scheduled trip we're uh still doing some button-up work on the boat i got uh, about two more days and we got a coast guard inspection on wednesday and then uh and then yeah then we're gonna do a big unveil on what i've been up to for the past four months you're, and then you're just gonna show them your empty pockets right well, I'll tell you right now, there's nothing to see there. So we're just going to focus <laughs> on video of the boat. Uh, yeah, I got wiped out. It was, it's was. it been a very expensive project. I mean, I, I've actually paid just for the upgrades three times over what I paid for the California Dawn. So, I mean, it's it's been an awful lot of money. But, but I'm very proud of what we built, and it's, it's a little different than anybody's got here in Northern California. I mean, you walk in the boat, and it's like – it feels like you're in Southern California. That is a Southern California boat with Northern California speed. So it's it's a combination. I've kind of been dreaming about this this build for a long time, and I made it happen. So uh, something to check out. Everybody's walked on the boat so far, and they see us working, and everything's covered in plastic, and they're just like, "Wow!" They're blown away. So I hope I hope that everybody gets the wow effect because. When you look at my bank account now, you'd say, "Wow." No, what you might, you might say, "Wow, what happened?" Well, is, James, is there going to be a party set? Is there going to be an unveiling party that we well, need to there'll be there'll be at? a party at James. I don't know if he's going to have us invited or not, but there'll be oh, one. I, I mean, I'd probably show up for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll just show we'll just show up one night about midnight and do what the hell we want. Right? True. <laughs> I haven't I haven't thought of any parties or anything. You know, I just I just want to get to work. So I mean, we're you got to make a all... couple of bucks right now. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't celebrate anything until after Coast Guard's done. So um, I want to make sure that that's out of the way. And I'm like, I understand. Okay, we're, we're open for business. So. Well, when you get open for business and both boats ready to hit, what kind of experience are they going to have out there chasing halibut on the bay real quick? Hey, I tell you what, one of the best recruitment classes of fish, and I've seen really good recruitments. I mean, but this is this is up there. This is really up there to see guys – you know, like me knocking out, getting limits of halibut. A lot of six-pack guys getting limits of halibut. Big numbers of halibut. I mean, uh, Sean, you know, rang up 
limit to Halbin on one trip this week, but he's been close. You know, he's been, you know, six, eight fish short of limits. I mean, we're, we're still steady around two fish a rod and uh, close to three fish, you know, a slower day fish and a half. But I mean, it's just outstanding fishing and some big fish showed up. I mean, we're, we're getting consistently some fish in the high teens, low twenties this whole week. Everybody's getting them. Well, you got two, you got two weeks of absolutely beautiful 80 degree weather in the Valley, probably high sixties, low seventies over there. It looks like you're tracking the next 14 days. Just gorgeous. Yeah. So, I mean, all the conditions are good. And uh, I'll give you an update. The Bay guys have about got their boat put together. And, you know, so the word on the, the word on the dock is, or you know, they're somewhere around 14 days, and that was like five or six days ago. So, I mean, look for bait to show up maybe as early as next weekend. Excellent. So that's a uh, that's a really good sign. The guys are like, yeah, we're we're ready, and uh, they built one. They got a giant boat over there. Gosh, and this thing's gonna make a lot of bait. And they got a 150 fathom bag. I mean, it's just it's it's just gonna do really good for bait and probably get better bait because now they can reach stuff they couldn't catch before so uh operation everything's gonna be in full swing and i can't wait to see what we get on the chovies because there's a lot of guys that are doing well on shiners and i know uh anchovies fish a lot better than shiners and those guys have turned out some really impressive scores we're actually drifting live shiners today with the boat because the guys had the shiners did a little bit better than the drifters yesterday or drifting with the shiners did better than the trollers yesterday and they had bigger fish, so uh, so we we may be switching over to just drifting whatever we could drift until uh, anchovies come available because the fish are in the bay and they're in big numbers and they're out in the deeper water places we can't tr- uh, we can't touch with the troll gear. So a uh, lot of options there for our anglers fishing the bay. I mean, it doesn't matter right now. North, south, east, west, wherever you go, there's a halibut on the bottom, and it's 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 good. It, the season looks like it's going to be a bang-up season. Well, let's give them that hookup info so they can get more information and get out there and share in the great action our San Francisco Bay has to offer. Share the number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at californiadon.com or uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm going to do uh, the unveiling of the boat here this week, so definitely come over to the website, check us out, and uh, please come out fishing. It's good. You got it, partner. Have a great one. Congratulations on the new toy, and I hope it's everything you expect it to be, my friend. Fingers crossed, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're looking good. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. We'll uh, catch up with you next week. Like See you, James. Like you had a choice in it. Thanks, partner. We appreciate it. James Smith, the California Don. We'll be right back after this quick break. When we come back, we're checking in live with Captain Zach Medinas of Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. We're going to check out the action from this past week and find out what kind of action the guys are experiencing out there. I'm seeing lots of oversized fish being caught. We'll be right back. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. 
second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics. Sonar, heated cabin, fully electric galley for hot meals, and restroom facilities. They all make the California Dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available. The availability of fishing licenses, bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable. To find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the California Dawn or to book a trip, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron DupratFord.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy anyplace else? When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reefs for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pileworms, bloodworms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. What did, what did we miss there? Did that come up? Is that what we just played? <laughs> nice. You take over, Ken. You're in charge of me. Hey, well, right now, up at Clear Lake, Seth, the 
Major League Fishing uh, Toyota said, all right, uh, it is going uh, on. Yeah, well, Kyle I'm, Grover's leading. I'm you sure. You want to know any of that news? I'm sure it's going on. There's no doubt about it. I heard about 45 minutes of bass fishing this morning. It was it was actually a really good show. I was show. really impressed with Mr. Grover, too. Kyle did a great job. The He's, fact that you can call that professional bass fisherman that's winning tournaments all over the place a train wreck has a little to do oh, with it. Oh, Bryant Smith? Oh. Yeah, well, he is a train wreck. <laughs> You, you, well, he was here in the studio, and he was a very nice guy and did a great interview, he's, too. He's awesome. He's such a great guy. You know, there's one thing about bass fishermen is they ha- part of what they do is mandatory meeting the public and talking media. the way you do and dealing with the media, as you say. Yeah. And you have to be able to have a voice, and you have to be able to communicate, or you're not going to be squat in the bass industry. No. That's all there is to it. You can catch all the fish in the world. But if you don't have a personality and create your own niche, you're screwed. I tell all these high school kids that want to get involved, uh, ask them if they're taking drama in high school, SEP, and they all look at me like I'm crazy because they just want to know what color Cinco they're biting at Clear Lake. You yeah. know? And how fast like, to retrieve I'm it. I'm like, yeah, have you, you guys taken drama? Because what do you think Skeet does every time you turn TV on and he's in a general tire commercial? Yeah, you know, he's, That's drama class, he's kids. He's thrown the switch. Yes, he has. Mm-hmm. Those of you that don't know what we're talking about, you throw the switch when you turn it on. Like, hey, everybody, welcome. Yeah, we don't talk like that all the time. No, thank God. <laughs> thank you. Imagine that. Marilyn, I'll have cheese and eggs this morning. We're uh, wasting we, too much we time totally here. derailed that. I am going back to fishing right now, starting immediately. I am taking us, I don't even know if he's on the water. Hey, just say yes or no. Are you on the water this morning? I'm heading down there right now. I got, oh, that's I got right. Virginia you got a, in the boat already. So you got a late start today. going on. Joining us right now is the man himself from Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medina, hooks up with us in it right now to talk about sturgeon action out in the Delta. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? It's nice to know you're on your way down there and you have your assistant captain already there taking care of clients that may be showing up or cleaning up the boat, getting it ready, aren't they? Yeah, she's getting everything already. We usually don't leave uh, for sturgeon fish. We don't leave till seven. When it comes to saltwater, we're out the shoot about five thirty. But um, yeah, out here it's a little more casual. What time's your tide today? What time do you think the action's going to bust loose? And tell our listeners what's been going on with that great bite. Well, yeah. So this morning we got kind of a smaller tide in the morning, so I'll be able to fish. I'll, I'll look at a lot of the deeper water that I won't have available to me later once the tide gets ripping this afternoon. But, um, you know, fishing's been good. You know, this time of year, you see a lot of really big fish. Um, and we've been we've been catching some big ones. And I think we had a group of guys out the other day. They had a they had a double on two big oversized. So that, that's always fun. And not seeing as many slot fish as we normally do. But, uh, you know, what, what are you going to do? You know, but uh, the big fish are definitely out there. Well, what seems to be your best technique? And is it everywhere or is it concentrated in certain areas? No, there's there's quite a few fish just about everywhere. I mean, um, you know, if you kind of follow a few simple rules, you know, just deeper water, you know, you want to fish when the tide's uh, either going a little bit slower, first part of a big tide, last last part of a big outgo or something like that, or just a small tide in general. But, um, you know, when the tide's ripping a little bit, like it's going to be this afternoon, and then we're going to want to look in probably 35 feet or less and then uh, – you know, just get the right amount of current out there to uh, bring our scent trail to those fish. You're just trying to get enough of that current to carry it along and not enough to keep it just rolling across the bottom. You want it to sit there and deliver that scent in the path so they'll follow it right on up, don't you? Yeah, and, you know, a lot of guys hunt and fish, um, but for some reason, you know, everything they learn in hunting, a lot of times they just forget about it when it comes to fishing, and 
you know, when you're bait fishing, I don't care what you're, you know, fishing for, whether it's trout or catfish or stripers or sturgeon, um, they're they're coming after it for scent, you know, and we're, unless you're fishing live bait, they're, they're working off the scent, and uh, you get too much current anywhere, it just kind of disperses things to, you know, it just breaks everything up too much, and they can't can't narrow it down it's kind of like watching a dog work on a on a really uh windy day i mean if you really want to test the dog's metal take him out when it's really blowing and see how well he locates for you you know i had a friend over on thursday ed cruz a new guy friend of mine that uh was asking me about being taught about fishing and and how to do it and i explained exactly what i did with you sent you a guy had him teach everything he's oh that's great so what i did is i took my phone and i showed him the last couple of videos that you sent me like with a triple of the three ladies that did the catch and release of the three big oversized females and things like that. Not the ladies, the fish. I was say, the that's, fish. A, that's dangerous there, Seth. <laughs> Gotta make sure you get the commas in the right spot there, Seth. But, uh, he was absolutely amazed. Wow. Wow. That many fish, that big a fish could not believe it. And that's what I think is the excitement about this fishery. It's so good. People can get into it. They can enjoy it. And hopefully, as I really have been jumping on the soapbox, they're only keeping what they need and letting the rest go. And I know you're a big advocate of that, too, out there on the water. Yep. No, it's uh, for sure. And, you know, that's that's a good one you bring up with those ladies because uh, I was in 70 feet of water, and um, we pretty much got everything done. I can't remember if we caught eight or nine of them that day or something like that, but we did most of it in about an hour and a half. So that's the whole thing is like, I knew I wouldn't be able to do much with that tie beyond that. So people see me sometimes come into a spot and then I'll set the hook and we'll catch four fish and I'll pull up and leave. And, and it, I'm sure it blows their mind, but the truth is there was just a small window there to where I could, you know, take advantage of the current, have it just the way I wanted it to be. And after that, once it starts ripping the weeds, start tumbling and get them all over your lines and it's just time to go. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's like fishing's like anything else. It's like playing. I'm not a poker player, but I use that analogy. I mean, you know, everybody knows how many cards are in the deck, but we're all going to play a little bit differently, you know? Yep, absolutely. Well, one of the most successful fisheries out there and one of the most successful guides out there, chasing sturgeon, gate crashers, fishing adventures. I, it's hard to imagine that you're going to leave great fishing here shortly to head back over to Fisherman's Wharf and start going out the gate again and chasing salmon. When do you make that move, and can folks start making reservations right now? Oh, yeah, we're booking salmon, and, and uh, we're, we're really excited about that. Of course, we're excited about getting in on all the halibut stuff that James was talking about. There's good halibut fishing and there's good salmon fishing. We're excited about that. Um, if you want to sturgeon fish, you know, we got about two more weeks of that, and then I'm going to haul the boat out. And i got some little fun projects to do to it. I want to redo all my lighting, and then I want to, uh, I don't know, there's a new product. It's a ceramic coating I want to put on the boat. So, uh, you know, I'll cut down on the uh, gel coat maintenance and keep us looking pretty. And I'm thinking about putting a bow thruster in, too. <laughs> it's a little hard getting in that little fisherman's wharf slip every time. You, know, I mean, you don't want to bounce. Stuff. You don't want to bounce off the docks going in. I don't blame you one bit. Zach, give them all the info they need for a hookup so they can get out there on board with you and have some fun. Yeah, for sure. Hey, it's fourth quarter, but the fishing is still very good. The weather's nice. Um, Big fish. Get a hold of us, gatecrasherfishing.com. You could also get a hold of us on uh, Facebook or Instagram, gatecrasherfishing, and also 925-497-7171. Give us a call or text us. You got it, Zach. Have a great day. Give our best to Virginia. And if you're listening out there, Virginia, catch a big one today for those clients. Have a great time. We appreciate you hooking up with us, Zach. Take care. Thank you for having me on the show. Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing, one of the top guys out there.
Good guy, too. And you know, another good guy that's having a blast out there is Captain Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing. I talked to him the other day. He said, Sep, you won't believe it. We had a day that was unbelievable. It went wide open, and it was a lot of bigger fish. Let's go live to a very noisy, very windy deck of his boat right now and hook up with Captain Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning, guys. You get How's out. Going? Are you in the wind, or are you just bouncing oh. stuff off the deck? Oh, it's windy. It's windy, but they're biting. Well, let's duck down a little bit so I you need to duck down so I can hear you a little bit better and get, get out of that wind. Okay, let me get it. How's that? A whole lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I had the dump button here ready to just lose you for a second there. Uh-oh. Well, Jeff, that was great action you talked to me about on Thursday. Tell our listeners what kind of action you've experienced this week and how good it can be. Oh, the fishing is great. Uh, you know, we've been burning through the bait. Uh, you know, we bring our minimum is three people. So we bring about, we bring about 50 baits for, for, for our minimum group up to, you know, up to 80 baits for, for six people. And we're burning through all the bait every day, whether it's three people uh, or six people, we, we dropped them in today and we, we already had doubles and triples going um, a little windy today, but, but the fish are here. It's, it's been, uh, there's been no, there's been no shortage of fish. Well, you st- we're I talking about that. The... My screen is lit up right now. Yeah, you were talking about the grade of the fish really improving too. Oh, the grade of the fish the last few days have been has been yeah beautiful beautiful grade of fish. Um, you know anywhere from six to six to six to ten pounds. You know we're on again right now. Um, it, it's just been amazing. You know it's that time of the year. You know it's like this. This is the time of year where we get these big numbers and we get the good grade of fish. There you go. Another one got double on right now. Yeah. Now, folks, you've listeners out there that think this is all a bunch of BS. It's not. These guys are actually hooking up while we're on the boat with them out here. You can hear the nets flopping around. You can hear the guys moving around. While you're on the couch going, we should have went fishing we, today. We probably should have gone with him. <laughs> <laughs> I had the, the comment one of the guys made today. goes, we haven't been here three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because... That's because we want, we're tired of you already. We want you off the boat by 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Jeff. Oh, wow. The- it's just amazing. Yeah, the bike's been really good, guys. It's, you know, there's fish all over, too. It's not just in, in, you know, like it was early season. It was a little bit later for us this year. And, you know, when the fish were here, they were, um, they were, they were in certain areas only. But now you know, there's fish all up and down both rivers right now. What size are these fish you just got in? Uh, this morning, our biggest one's probably about eight pounds. Not bad at all. Oh, another one. There you go. And let me just uh, ask this question again: How much again are the baits each? Oh, they are. They, they are. Uh, they're twenty-seven dollars a dozen. They just bring in about thirty bucks call, a dozen. There, call it you know, two that's bucks. Why we just, can't. <laughs> two bucks a bait. Eighty of them a day. Hundred and sixty bucks for bait. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. People I, wish, you know, people would love to fish. I just don't have an endless supply of bait. That's not at that cost. The bottom line here is you've got a boatload of guys that are going to catch fish all all day long. They're going to be totally exhausted from catching fish, and they're going to come back and brag about it and want to do it all over again. That's the bottom That's line. That's it. Jeff, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get out with Suhu Sport Fishing and enjoy this great action. Hey, guys, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Facebook at uh, Suhu Sport Fishing. Uh, and Instagram, you can check out my website at Suhu Sport Fishing. That's S O O H O O Sport Fishing. Another one on um, uh, Suhu Sport Fishing dot com, or give me a call at nine two five eight nine nine four zero four five. 
you know, fishing's good. It's going to be good till we leave the river here in uh, in June. That's a good one. And uh, and uh, we do have we only have very limited spots left. I think I only have six six more spots. We got a triple going here, guys. There you uh, have it, folks. You yep. want to get in on this kind of action? You better pick oh. up your phone and you better make a call to get in to this good kind one. of action. Great fishing, great time, and a great captain. And I know you need to get to your clients. Get back I to do. it. Got, I got to get another net. Thanks. Thank you. I just dumped him so he can get back there and take care of his customers. That was insanity. It's a train wreck going on there. You Three fish like, here. I got I got to talk to him about throwing stuff a, around in the there's boat. There's a derailing happening over there. Seth. That's awesome. That's when, great fishing. When you've got actually that's six fish in the yeah. what five to ten pound range yeah. in a five minute interview. And an eight pounder. I mean that's 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 fish taco material right there. I think we better take a quick break right now. We come back. It'll be RVs and destinations. Then I'm taking you live to ghost bait and tackle hey cedric get ready we're coming to visit you in just a few minutes we'll be right back folks y'all stick around you're gonna get hooked join gate crasher fishing and captain zach medinas for an epic fishing adventure on california's delta san francisco bay or out the gate for professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925 497 7171 and learn more at gatecrasherfishing.com come on out and experience our difference hook up Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's, sight, sit, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killer
$5 for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. It's time for RVing and Destinations, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, there's never a shortage for tips for new RVers, and I've got a bunch of them for you today. You know, you're going to remember your first RV trip ever for the rest of your life. Why don't you make it a good one and think about these things before you go out? You know, the first time you go camping, it's probably a real good idea to take your RV or trailer or motorhome or fifth wheel, whatever you're pulling or taking, camp near your home so that you've got everything close to you if you have some needs. Don't travel a long distance to be disappointed or to find out you forgot something that's important. So stay near your home where you can run to the store if you need to or run home. But stay someplace scenic so that it's beautiful, something to look at. Don't stay at the local dump. You'll have a bad attitude from the start. You know, the first time or two that you go out in your RV, it's probably a real good idea to stay at an RV park, too, with full hookups so that you can test out the entire unit and find out what's working, what's not. Are there warranty issues? You want to make sure your power is working, your battery power, your 110 current. You want to make sure the water's flowing, your toilet's flushing, that you can dump everything through the sewer system and you have to learn how to do the hookup of electrical and everything. So it's a real good idea to, for the first trip or two, to stay close to home, maybe in a nice RV park with full hookups, or a place you're already familiar with. And I'll tell you, there's nothing easier than a pull-through site when you're starting out. It's easy. You just drive off the road and park. And you got to back up in the others, and that can be a whole new experience backing up all the time into sometimes very long driveway for your camp space. But you'll figure it out. Just go at it easy. And don't be afraid to ask for help. i got to tell you, every RV park has got a park manager or one of the employees there will come out and help you at all, and I absolutely guarantee you there will be veteran RVers coming over there saying, let me do that for you. Here, let me give you a hand. That's what they do. They pop a beer, they get a bag of potato chips, and they watch you try to back in. Then they come over and offer you all the help that you need if you need any. You know, one of the ways you can do that and not have to be worrying about having help all the time is to hook up with some great camping buddies, people you enjoyed going camping with in the past, trips and memories together. You'll be traveling together, making future um, plans and trips. You'll be able to eat and share food and caravan together. It makes it a lot more fun. Plus, you can help each other. And if one guy's got a problem, everybody can pitch in and get it solved. 
And one of the things you want to make sure you don't do, don't overpack. Don't take everything you own and every toy. Get out there and enjoy the great outdoors and go a little bit lighter so you don't have stuff piled up everywhere. And another good tip that you probably didn't think about, avoid driving at night for the first few trips. That's just the way it is. Get used to it. Get out there where you can see and see problems if they pop up. But I'll tell you what, once you get a couple of trips under your belt, you can go out with confidence and have a great time. But I want to remind you that things break. Something will break or something won't work. It just happens. You're in your home on wheels. Things happen just like this at home, too. So don't let it get you down. Get out there and have some fun. You can join Facebook groups and start asking questions and talking, and they'll welcome you into their group, and they'll have gatherings together. Utilize the Internet to help you find great places. More importantly, breathe, relax, have a great time. RVing is a new adventure for you. Get ready to have some fun. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The body of the people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, I want to remind you all of a big sale going on at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores right now. The three stores in Fairfield, Manteca, and Sacramento. Today and, well, up to today. The sale ends today, the 30th. They have some fantastic deals going on out there, including stuff like this. Purchase any garment and get yourself a $120 Garmin jacket at the same time. Well, you can go in and buy Daiwa Reels, and you can get another Daiwa Reel free. Certain ones, of course. But if you buy a Daiwa Laguna LT3000 Reel, you get a brand new Daiwa Reel with that purchase, too. The Hilo Rods, all great sale prices. Daiwa Big discounts. Purchase any Daiwa rod and get a Daiwa hoodie along free. 20% off on some of the great products that they've got there. The Shimano's, Fitzgerald Fishing, St. Croix. They've got some great deals and reductions of prices going on right now. Check them out as soon as you can. They've got everything you need for a great day of fishing at Fairfield, Manteca, or Sacramento's Fisherman's Warehouse stores. Hey, you know what? We need to head over to Ghost Bait and Tackle. I drove by it this morning and saw big signs all over the place, all with red windows and blue sign up above it all. I got to say, the owner knows how to do it at that place. Good morning, Cedric. How are you doing at Ghost Tackle this morning? We're doing awesome this morning. Good morning, Seth. Well, we're doing great here, too. But I got to tell you, your place screams when you drive by it in the morning. I cut through on... West El Camino coming off of 80, and I cut over here towards 5 to get to the studio. And every Saturday I go by there, you got windows just dancing there, attracting attention, my friend. Yeah, we got lucky on that one. Uh, I kind of inherited that neon, and I almost took it out, and I thought about it. I said, hey, 
That's a good advertisement. That's a big, it in. That's a big red, white, and blue out there, my friend. And that's a good thing to keep flying as much as you possibly Absolutely. can. Absolutely. Well, Cedric, there's a lot going on. You've heard some of the guides and some of the charter captains talking already about the great action. Tell our listeners what's going on for the shore angler, guys, because everybody's catching fish now. Shad from shore, stripers from shore, sturgeon. It's happening all over, isn't it? It is. Uh, can we clarify where where I'm located? I guess there's a little ambiguity, but uh, we're we're on West El Camino, just in between five and eighty. So uh, West El Camino at Gateway Oaks. Um, a lot of people are familiar with the Forty Niner uh, truck stop. So if you're coming eighty, you take that exit. If you're coming five, you get right off on El Camino. That's right where I cut through every time and stop by there. I even stop at the Jack in the Box for breakfast down there occasionally. Right. Works out really Liquor well. Liquor stores next door. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You got, Liquor store, you got, gas stations, everything. You got a Speedway right there. You got the liquor store. You've got all the drinks and ice and everything in there as well as some <laughs> of the best bait around. It's like a one-stop shopping center for guys that are going out. And if you want your Starbucks, it's right there too. So <laughs> grab it all, get your donuts, and go fishing. But when you go to Ghost, folks, you got to go in there and see this selection of baits that he's got. He's loading them up all day long out there. What seems to be biggest in demand right now? What are they taking off after, and what are they telling you over the counter? A lot of the boat guys are uh, they're drifting minnows right now. We got a little bit of supply shortage on the uh, jumbles, but the extra large are doing wonderful. They're they're catching a lot of stripers on minnows. Most bank anglers are using the power worms and blood worms. We had a customer come in last week with a forty nine inch striper. Uh, would have preferred he let it go, but it was his first big fish. He chose to keep it. I respect that decision. Absolutely. But it, there's some big fish being taken, really big fish being taken this year. Well, big fish have a lot of eggs in them, and I heard some people tell me stories of, well, those old eggs, they just aren't all that good. No, folks, they're just great. They work fine, and a big female that weighs 30, 40, 50 pounds out there is probably cranking out thousands of eggs, if not tens, if not tens of thousands of eggs versus maybe a five or six pounder going up there to punch out a few hundred or a couple thousand. We need those big fish in the system, but at, you're absolutely right. They have the right to keep it if they want. I call them ego fish. I did it myself. I kept about a 19-pound brown one day that I should, I should just slap myself for keeping. But I had it mounted. I utilized it for a long time, and it worked out well for me. But times have changed since those days, and I got a little older too. Well, right. And I tell you, Sep, there's a lot of new anglers. This COVID created a lot of new anglers. And we've got to teach them how to uh, not only how to fish, but also how to preserve it. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's the way we go about telling them and teaching them so they can respect the resource and understand how it works. Absolutely. So we've got to be coaches. These seasoned, long-term veteran anglers, we've got a role to play. Absolutely. And I see you working your customers in there. You go over and you're taking them places, showing them exactly what they need because you want them to succeed too, not just necessarily what their buddy next door told them to use, but you want them to hook up when they come in and get stuff from you, don't you? Absolutely. And I think that's uh, something that the, the previous gate crashes talked about, different tides in the current. And, and, and you know, these we got to start. These guys have to learn how to start paying attention. What happens to a lot of fishermen is they go to the same spot they went to last year, and it was this same at this same time of the year. I remember it because it was on my birthday. They should be here. Well, it got warmer earlier. We had an early storm. The the water flow's not the same. So you have to pay attention. Those little changes make a big difference. That beach that you were catching fish on, the water's a little too low. They're not coming up and feeding on it. 
You know, I had a guy yesterday, he said, man, I said, they're catching them all over. He said, not me. I've been out four times. I haven't caught anything. I said, where are you fishing? Same spot. I said, okay, maybe it's time to move. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so you know, you have to make adjustments based on what's going on, and you got to keep your ears on a, you know, head on a swivel, so to speak, to kind of understand what those adjustments are because there's definitely a ton of fish in the system right now well you have a lot of opportunities if you've got a boat out there you have certainly more opportunities than the guy from shore but the guys from shore have a distinct advantage now too with great action for sturgeon great action for the stripers there's a lot of bass available out in the delta right now too but one of the most important fish that a lot of people chase every year is the shad a little early for the American River stretches right now, but, boy, the Feather River and the Sacramento River, all of those have to have plenty of shad in it now, and it's going to be bigger numbers as they continue to come into the system. Absolutely. They're already catching them in the American, and they've been catching them in the sack for probably two, two and a half weeks already. That's great. Um, small jig heads, small plastic tails, shad darts. You can either catch them on a bobber drifting, uh, three-way swivel, or, you know, egg weight. Some guys throw just a jig head, no no tails. Exactly. So you well, got to get out there. And, huh? Go ahead. I'm just saying you heard all the guides talk about how important it is. They watch the water. They watch the tides and everything. But just as important is listening to the customers, and that's what Cedric is doing there. He's got customers coming in all day long telling him what's going on. He is able to help them learn as they go, you might want to try this or you might want to move down here. That's the kind of advice that a bait shop is going to give you, exactly the same kind of advice, a different aspect than the guides would be giving you out on the water. It's accumulation of information that they're sharing to make you Absolutely. a better angler. Well put, Seth. I appreciate it. And there's little tweaks, and guys learn, and you help guys out, and they grow. Uh, last year, I helped a brand-new angler catch a large striper and a sturgeon first year. I know guys that fish sturgeon five years and never catch a fish. Absolutely. You know, that bite's a little different, so they got to tune in a different way. Well, give them the address. But we have fun teaching. Give them the address and the phone number, Cedric, so they can get down there and check you out. You don't even have to go down there and buy anything, folks. Just go on in, introduce yourself, and meet him. Come hang out and talk to me. Uh, we're at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Sacramento, California, 95833, and that is uh, phone number is 862 Excuse me, 916-692-8520. You got it. Cedric, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate it. You have a great one out there. And, folks, do stop in and check him out. Check out the shop at the same time. Take care. Hey, have a great one. Count on it, my friend. Count on it. Hey, it's about time for our friend. Roll that music. Fishing is fun, but hooking is the only way. That's right. The man himself, the rod father, Alan Fong, joins us live right now. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? Well, we're doing better than you. Why don't you just let the cat out of the bag to all our listeners out there right now, okay? Boy. Our fishing was hot last week. Yeah, it was wide open and hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm on a streak of bad luck, let me tell you. Well, stay away from yeah, me. You know, a couple months ago, you know, Denise broke my brand-new HDS-12. The next day, my Yamaha blew up on my bass boat. And then a month later, my Luma well, my kokanee boat, burned down. <laughs> well, let's tell them how it burned down. Let's go through the whole process. Uh-oh. Are you there, Alan? Are you with me? Yeah, you hear me? 
Yeah, I got you now. Let's uh, let's tell them how it happened. Yeah, it's you know I wanted to go down the river to do some bait fishing, so I invited my brother and my sister-in-law and my wife, and we were headed down there. Put some fuel in the tank, and this thing always spurts out a little bit, you know, but it usually comes at me. And I probably didn't even maybe an eighth of a coffee cup spill this time, so I was real careful. Headed to the boat ramp, got to the right to the boat ramp, and I looked in my mirror, and I saw this flash. And I go, what the heck? And I looked back here again, and I saw, you know, flames. So me and brother jumped out of the truck. Ran back here, and while we jumped out, we heard a boom, and the fire was taller than the motor, and it was engulfed. We ran back and started throwing things out, my cameras, threw my cameras out, my rods. Two got broke, two burnt. Uh, the ice chisels were melted. I got the fire extinguisher, which I learned a valuable lesson because I had a small one, you know, the small one that everybody has in their boat. That don't help. It made it worse. So we just. Uh, took everything out we could, unhooked it from my truck because, you know, we didn't know if it was going to blow up or not, and it we couldn't put it out. So I learned a valuable lesson. I got a bigger fire extinguisher and something that's more capable, and, and then the fire guys, as soon as they pulled up, they go, hey, Alan, you know, I knew them. <laughs> so they got right on it, and after it was all done, they were looking around. They said, you know what, it's probably from a fuel leak. Or, and then what happens is once in a while, I had four batteries under there. And he said once in a while, those things might spark, and it ignited. Appar- apparently so. And if you'd like to see the video of it burning, you can go right to <laughs> Alan Fong Outdoors and watch the whole thing. Alan At least you me- had content to post this week. Yeah, Alan called me shortly after, <laughs> yeah. shortly after the barbecue. And uh, was wondering, gee, you know anybody at KCRA? Well, I don't, I didn't see it on KCRA, but I sure see it all over YouTube. The answer it, should have been no, but I know a boat rep. That's a fact. You're, it looks like you're going to need one here pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to be able to get him a boat as fast uh, as he wants one. I'm telling you. Well, well I got more. Uh, <laughs> you can take that bass boat and go wherever you want. That's for sure. Well, Alan, your YouTube channel is getting more and more attention. I see your numbers are flying up, and you had the latest report last night with the tips. And what would Alan do? My question is, what would Alan do if his next boat caught on fire? He'd break out his big, huge fire extinguisher and put it out. Yeah. Exactly How much tackle did you lose, dude? Um, you know what? That's the first thing I grabbed was my tackle and my uh, camera. Yeah. So they, they survived. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, bottom line is you're fine. Everything's fine. But one of the things that I picked from your video that you posted on YouTube was the importance of having a fire extinguisher and making sure it works. And more importantly... Making sure your life jackets are accessible because what if that had happened while you were on the water with your brother and your wife and sister? It very well could have. The fire guy says, you know what, this could have happened anywhere. And, you know, after we thought about it, you know, because, you know, normally people just stuff life jackets. I knew I had like five of them in there, but I didn't remember where I put them. And under the seat, I had one on each side, and then I had three tucked under the bow. Well, when I got home and sprayed the boat down again and I was taking everything out, my wife was helping me. She goes, hey, you only got two life vests here. I said, yeah, one under my seat, one under that seat. She goes, where's the other one? I said, I don't know. And I was looking around. She goes, well, if we were in the water and you had to jump out, you would only found these two. I said, yeah, the one under my seat is mine. 
The other one, I would have went to the highest bidder. <laughs> nice <laughs> guy. <laughs> there you have it. Now you know what 30, 40 years of marriage will do for you. Sepp, will you, yeah. uh, will you send out some, uh, boating and waterways life jackets to Alan's house? <laughs> Alan's from yeah. us. Please do not go out and buy any life jackets, Alan. They're from us. The California Department of Boating and Waterways, Ultimate Bass, and California Sportsman is going to put one under every seat Would like in your to make boat. a donation to you. Yes. We got you covered, my friend. We've got you covered. Alan, I want to... Yeah, pre- just just be, be prepared. That's what I'm telling you guys. Just be prepared. Well, folks, one of the it ways... It happen to you. Yeah, one of the ways you can be prepared is to watch this video because it's very good that nobody got hurt, but it's very cool yep. that it worked out the way it did. And I'm sure Alan will have plenty of rides and boats until he can re- get a replacement for that one. He is known as a quite a fisherman around the area. And by the way, folks, Alan's going to be on the show every week joining us like he does now. And once a month, the first Saturday of every month, he's going to be live in the studio with us. So next week he'll be here. We're even considering letting you guys... Call in a few questions and stuff and try to stump Kent, we Alan, and myself. <laughs> we are. Marilyn are. Uh, okay. So we'll see what comes out of it. If you've got some ideas or some hairy questions you'd like idea, to answer. just so you yeah, know. You might want us to <laughs> answer your question for you, and you might not. Alan, thanks for hooking up a, with That's a lot of... That's a lot of old ages there. You know, yeah, you there's a lot of knowledge. You add it up, and it comes close to 200 is my hey, guess. Real quick, I went to, I went to Bullard's. And did a video up there, and um, by one o'clock we probably hooked over sixty. He's it's talking. Crazy. He's talking kokanee, <laughs> folks. He's talking kokanee. Yeah, kokanee. It, it's yep. a great bite up there, and it's going to be popping all over as this weather continues. We've got two weeks of weather in the eighties. That's going to do it everywhere. Stripers are going to continue yep. going nuts. Everything's going to perk it's up. The halibut for everything. Yeah, just go, folks. You can't miss. And, Alan, uh, I watched your video last night. I look forward to the next one. And, folks, check it out on YouTube at Alan Fong Outdoors and subscribe. It's all free. Just click on it. You'll get it twice a week. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We'll talk to you again. Well, we'll see you right here next week in the studio. Okay. All right. Take care. You know, he sure starts off kind of, hey, how you doing? Then he's laughing and telling jokes before he gets off the air. A couple of cocktails in him, and he might be crazy. <laughs> I don't think we want to go there. Let's roll it for Mr. Ogney. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? 
For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's, There's a, a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. Brands is the leader of marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in one sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lawrence is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Yeah, you know the one that lasts 60 seconds long. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. What's going on out in the big salt, my friend? Well, I, you know, I thank God my boat didn't burn up. I, I, I saw that video of Alan. You know, he's just... Uh, Really, it's really good he wasn't on the water, especially if he was in big open water. That can get out of hand uh, real quick. And he, he did all, all the right things, but that's a great lesson for everybody. But it's been a story of wind on the coast. It's been windy all week long, except a couple boats got out yesterday out of Bodega Bay. Rick Powers had a couple of salmon and limits of rock cod for like a dozen guys. Uh, the other six packs, uh, a couple of guys got down to Point Reyes. One boat had limits of uh, lean cod, limits of rockfish. There's some fish around, but we've been uh, fighting this 20, 25 knots of wind every single day. It's kind of the story out there again today. It's a little bit less. It's Bodega Bay Buoy is showing 17 knots, and uh, water temp's not too bad. It's 51 uh, degrees. I, I was expecting it to be down at like 47, but the water has gotten green and cold and the stage is being set. It's going to blow hard the next couple of days, and then uh, hopefully it's going to lay down here next week and 
we can get back out and on top of the fish. Uh, out the gate, they've been fighting wind, but they've been getting a few fish up on the uh, Marin Coast. Generally, uh, one score I heard from Thursday, a boat had uh, four or five salmon for a dozen guys fishing up at uh, Duxbury. And there's been a few fish off Santa Cruz and a few fish off of Half Moon Bay, but we need a little bit calmer weather to really dial in. It's tough to dial in on, on salmon when, when it gets windy like this, but this is our typical spring action. There's a lot of fish showing in a lot of different areas, and that's really encouraging. Yeah, I'm hearing Monterey's pretty good and some decent-sized fish down there, too. Santa, Santa Cruz. I, you know, and, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Mr. Dave Hurley on the, the hot sheet. I, I cheated. I didn't do a phone call late yesterday to a couple friends I have down in Santa Cruz. I just read the hot sheet, and uh, it sounds like Santa Cruz is the place to, to, to be uh, down down that way and you know everybody no one's setting the world on fire mainly because of of uh the uh, weather conditions but it's gonna it's gonna change here there's a lot of big salmon out there we're gonna get on top of them and i'm looking forward to a to a great summer we just have to wait on mother nature to be a little bit more uh, cooperative that's exactly what we have to do it's going to uh, be very cooperative i'm sure as things continue with the great weather that we've got planned for us here in the next Two and a half weeks, it looks like it's going to be in mid-80s inland here, so you should have some good conditions out there, too. Hey, Friday, June 3rd, the big Santa Rosa uh, fundraising dinner for the Golden State Salmon Association is coming up, and I know you're involved yeah. in that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the uh, the uh, dinner committee chair is the title that they've get, that they've hung on me. You know what's up? We're sold out on, on the show right now. We're just doing the uh, – the scramble of picking up more raffle items and, and auction items and stuff uh, like that. So uh, that's what the group is concentrating on. But it's going to be a, a, a big, fun dinner, and we're looking forward to it. Well, I'm glad everybody's supporting it. This is the time of year that every organization needs support, whether it's gun owners, California Waterfowl Association, California Inland Fisheries Foundation, Golden State Salmon Association, the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Associations, and many, many other very worthy organizations are out there. Mike, thanks for giving us an update on everything. We appreciate it, my friend. Short and sweet. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. You take care, my friend. Hey, you know how it works. There's a whole other show coming up here in this next hour. We're going to roll through it, and i got to tell you right now, we got James Netzel live on the water chasing Delta Stripers. You know it's good. Senior Tuna, Gary Irk's got all the kokanee and king salmon plant information you'll ever need, and we'll be right back after this quick break. It's opening day of trout season in the Eastern Sierras. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point will be hosting the 2022 California State Sporting Clay and Feet Task Championship Wednesday, April 27th through Sunday, May 1st. We will have 300 competitors shooting over 175,000 targets over five days competing for the state title. We are looking for a few more trappers each day. 
You can earn $150 per day towards day shoots or your bird card for next season if you're available to help out. Trap rigging consists of welcoming groups to the station, showing view pairs by pushing wireless transmitters, then pulling targets and writing down their score on the scorecards. It's very easy and you get to see some of the best shooters in the state competing. If you're interested and help us out, give us a call or text us at 530-735-6217 to get involved at the 2022 California State Championship. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino. Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back and we've got it packed here right to the gills. Not that we ran over in the first hour or anything. We're going to kick it off in just a second with Captain James Netzel. Tight lines, guide service, chasing stripers in the Delta. I don't think it gets any better than it is out there today. I just got a photo from uh, Jeff Suhu, Suhu Sport Fishing, of stripers around his boat, his locator. My goodness, there's a couple of them around there, and some of them rather large marks, too. We'll be hooking up with Steve Carson, who's going to tell you about the bluefin bite still going on down in the San Diego area. Gary Irk's got all the numbers from the Department of Fish and Wildlife Plant Programs for Kokanee and King Salmon in California, giving you an idea where you might want to target your trips in the future. And Travis Morgan's got a new gun he'll tell you about, and probably a few other things that are pretty impressive, but they've only got one of them. Yeah. I won't even tell you the price yet. I'll just tell you it's most expensive gun I've ever seen. Richard Burton is at Crowley Lake for the Eastern Sierra Trout Opener. He'll have live action for us down there, and hopefully it's a pretty good trout opener with lots of people in the Eastern Sierras racing out there for that traditional opening. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, that wraps up everything with Northern California freshwater opportunities. But let's find out what's going on locally right now. Let's find out about the striper action. Let's climb on board with Tight Lines Guide Service Captain James Netzel and check in and see what's been going on out there. Good morning, Captain. 
Sounds Good like, morning, Ed. Sounds Wait, like you just bleak. sounds like you just flushed uh, the toilet. Oh uh, no, it's pretty wet. It's pretty windy out here. Uh, I was saying it's pretty bleak where where I've been so far. I think I'm going to reel up and start uh, looking for a suhu. I, I I guarantee <laughs> you, the photo that I see here of his screen would definitely cause somebody to move his direction. I can assure you of that right now. I can can tell you, the fish aren't everywhere like they were about two weeks ago. Uh, The fish were schooled up like you see on your screen there. Uh, I used to, just two weeks ago, I was going five to six, almost seven days on a tank of fuel because the fish were everywhere I went. Now I'm down to two days uh, on a tank of fuel because i got to move around. So a lot of moving around trying to find some fish. Once you find the fish, you stay on them, and it goes crazy. But in little short windows, like we had, we had about an hour yesterday, just off the hook. I mean, everywhere you went, and it was just unbelievable. And then the wind kicked up, and my clients wanted to call it. Well, heck, as long as they're happy and had a wonderful day on the water. I know guys that are screaming for mercy at 1030 in the morning. They'll give me a call and say, hey, I'm out here today with such and such. And I say, oh, no, you're having a great time then. And then they'll say something like, I'm getting tired of catching fish, Seth. This is nonstop action out here. And that's what happens. I don't think they understand that. We were talking to Suhu earlier. He had a triple on at one time, a double on it, all in a five-minute period. And you're doing exactly the same thing, aren't you? Because I know you've had days where you had like 20 fish in an hour. Oh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. He's using live bait, which is uh, probably a better option right now. We're still trolling. We're probably going to switch to live bait next week. Well, I don't know. This is fish of the door start making their way down. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely pretty good. Shoot, yesterday was so good. I ran three trips. Repeat. So I was, I'm tired. What was yesterday? You broke up there when you said yesterday was? Yesterday I ran three trips. Oh, my goodness. That'll burn you out. That's for sure. Three different tired. three trips. That'll burn you out real quick. But it'll also get a lot of excitement for a lot of people wanting to get out there. It shows that so many people want to share in this great opportunity out here. And these fish are going to keep going till the next full moon. They're going to be spawning on that next full moon. Then they'll start returning down to the Delta because they're heading up our river systems. Some will spawn down in the Delta. The rest of them will be coming back down, and they're going to put on the feed bag and really load up. So the action for Striper is going to be phenomenal. For how long, James? The next two months probably? Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 move up to the Sierras when it starts getting hot down here. I, I like I chase the seventy degree weather. Uh, my that's what my career is. Uh, so it, yeah, it'd definitely be good all the way through June. But June first, I move up to Stampede, and I've already heard good reports about uh, 13, 14 inch kokanee being up there. Well, there you have it. it. It's just what it's hard to leave a great fishery to go fish another one, but it's wherever the customers want to go and whatever the best action is, these guides will get you into it. James, I know it's a great day out there on the water. It's a great run this year. We're having plenty of great opportunities on it. Are you seeing a lot of shore anglers while you're out there fishing, too, or is most of the action from boat? Most of the action is from the boat. Uh, you don't see too many shore anglers. Uh, it, you know, actually, angler interest for stripers starts waning uh, in May, and you know we prepare for that because there's, stripe, there's salmon going on, the halibut are going on. So for any new guys out there that are wondering why their phones aren't ringing, uh, that's because there's a lot of a lot of other other species to go on, and you need to start planning for this in the future. Well, folks, if you'd like to get back out there for some stripers, you got a couple of weeks left to get involved. Give James a call. Otherwise, now would be a good time to start booking trips for the kokanee salmon action, and he'll be fishing you probably at Stampede, maybe even Boca, wherever the action's the best and wherever the fish are the biggest is where he's going to put you on the water. James, give them all the hookup info they need. 
You know, you can reach me at uh, nine or excuse me, eight 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 nine seven five zero nine nine zero. Website is www.fishtightlines.com, and uh, we we're catching some really big fish. We released a thirty-three pounder uh, just a couple of days ago, an eighteen, and uh, multiple fifteen. So. If you want big fish, now's the time to go. Well, that's a pretty impressive fish that you sent me, no question about it. 33, whatever it was, that's a monster, dude. Anybody that catches that fish had a smile on their face from ear to ear. You're not kidding, especially when he was hooked in the tail. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real handful. That was one hell of a fight. I bet it was. All right, Captain, I know you got to take care of your clients. Get out there and bang some fish. If you get a bunch of hookups, give us a shout back before the end of the show. All right, I'll do that. Captain James Nutzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. Well, Mr. Brown, I didn't win a gun again. You did not. Well, you want to tell them who did? Mm-mm. No. Oh, okay. Gunners of California's May 6th Crab Feed Dinner in Citrus Heights is sold out. Uh, if you want to attend a Gun Owners of California dinner set, you're going to have to wait all the way to May the 20th. Uh, they're having the annual Oroville dinner, and that's always a great dinner. Old buddy Brad Taggart uh, and the crew up there normally put uh, all the food together, so... Uh, the dinner with the gun prizes, raffles, games, a whole lot more. Uh, and that's going on in Oroville Friday, May the 20th. Winner number 18 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52-week raffle is not set. Ticket number 846 is Richard Witt of Newcastle. You've got a Heritage Rough Rider single-action revolver in 22 long rifle. Uh, they'll be giving you a call, getting you in to do all the proper paperwork. Uh, there's still a very few tickets left. You can still be involved in this weekly raffle. Uh, give gun owners a call at 916-984-1400. The 47th year of fighting for your gun rights. Make sure you're a member of Gun Owners of California. Thank you, sir. I think it's about time we took a quick break. When we come back, we'll have Senior Tuna hooking up with us right after this quick break. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassles. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. 
Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury Outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury Outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury Outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself. The director of Penn Fishing University is our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Sap. Are those damn bluefin still swimming around out there? Holy moly. I was just checking while I was on hold, and the first boat with limits today called in at 6.41 a.m. with their limits of bluefin tuna. Nice. <laughs> Rather quick. And, uh, this particular boat, this was the... Uh, the Polar Supreme with Captain Aliar, who's been on a tear. Uh, these were 25 to 60 pounders. Uh, so I guess that would be, I don't know if you call that Friday night or Saturday morning. I'm not really sure what you call that. But Thursday night, Friday morning, so yesterday's fishing, yesterday's results, uh, every single boat reported in with early limits. And a couple of the boats, and it, it's a little bit of a, you know, like a lottery pick, what size the fish should come up underneath your boat are going to be. But a couple of the boats got on some bigger grade fish, and New Loan and a few others uh, were on fish that were averaging 60 to 80 pounds uh, with about, uh, you know, 25% mix in over 100 and a handful over 150. And, and I haven't been able to chase it down. And, you know, fishermen, they, they never exaggerate. But never. I, I have heard unconfirmed that the first over 200-pounder was caught on Thursday night. Nice. And they're going to get bigger. Yeah, I know. And they get they get up to, like, 400 out here sometimes. So Yeah. The, the, now, it's not a record because six people fought the fish. You, you can relate to that. Oh, yeah. But uh, the, the biggest one caught is 412 pounds. Um, the, the biggest one that one person fought with uh, – you know, so so qualifies for record consideration. Um, and in fact, he knew about the 412 pounder. I was literally had the fillet knife in his hand when I got a hold of him, <laughs> and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! You need to do the paperwork on that catch." Uh, 394.5. That's the quote unquote official record because one guy did it. You know, under under the IGFA official rules, which California follows. Did he have all the right equipment, or did he just have a surprise fish on the other end? Was, was oh he... no, this guy was a this guy was a was a lunker hunter. He had the right gear. Nice. He knew what was happening. But you know, it's funny. Um, uh, although I'm sure that that if you just tell if you just say to Kent Brown, twenty two pounds four ounces, he knows what you're talking about. Yeah, George Perry's fish. 
but <laughs> tuna fishermen, because you've got a lot of different species of tuna, and there's a difference between the world record and the state record, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes it can get a little fuzzy, but um, it is truly amazing the grade of the fish uh, that that has already been caught this year and is going to be caught. And I was going to describe. You asked me for something a little bit different on the on the uh, on the tackle recommendations, and you know, your Takeshi's boot bluefin tuna. It's a somewhat elaborate line system where you'll fill your. You've got a nice big reel, a pen, sixteen international, maybe even a twenty. If you're fishing under a kite, you're fishing with a fifty, and you wind on five hundred to seven hundred yards of super braid line i like the berkeley pro spec chrome solid braid there certainly are, are other ones that are also good five to seven hundred yards of that then you'll have maybe 25 yards of heavy monofilament typically 100 pound test sometimes 130 primarily for stretch but also for abrasion resistance in uh you know when the fish is close to the boat because the super braids none of them are very abrasion resistant and then that last three or four feet, you know, the leader to the lure um, will be usually fluorocarbon and very heavy. They call it a bite leader. Uh, that's typically 200 to 300 pound test fluorocarbon. Uh, again, not so much for for invisibility because how invisible could 300 pound test be? But, <laughs> but like as big as your that, thumb or what? Yeah, it's it looks it's like the stuff big. you put on a weed eater. Gosh. But but ironically, if you were to say, well, if you if you're going to do a bite leader, just go with a wire leader. But but the fish are wise to the wire leaders, and you will really cut down on your number of bites. So that's that's the line. I call them a line system, which is usually 500 to 700 yards of super braid heavy stuff, 80 to 130, uh, maybe 25 yards of monofilament, typically 100 pound test, and three feet of 200 or 300 pound. Um, uh, fluorocarbon, and I like that Berkeley Prospect Chrome on uh, every bit of that uh, line system. Why not? I mean, it's, well, there you it go. sounds like the perfect set of a PhD yeah, to guy. tie all those knots. I up. know. You know, if it, if that wasn't intimidating enough, <laughs> then you yeah. have to figure out what knots to tie them all together with. You, you, you yeah, know, you the best go the best way to do this is just go to on a trip with Steve. Mm -hmm. like the that one, actually is true. Like coming That's, up on August, what is it, 15th and 16th the, on the California circled Dawn. circled on my calendar, actually, Sepp. Right? Yeah, I got to going to be on the if, dawn. If you two mokes can't tie your own knots for rockfish, <laughs> I'm going to be pretty ashamed of you. I, I can tie a loop knot real quick. <laughs> Tuna fishing knots, I admit, can be a little a little complicated, a little intimidating. He called us mokes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure that that's an FCC prohibited word or not. Well, I, could, I could call Steve a Nimrod. Hey, hey Steve. And, and, and people would think that that's an insult. Yeah. But uh, you know what a Nimrod is? A Nimrod is an expert in his field. Yeah. Steve is Steve is a Nimrod. Hey, hey, Sepp's in the Hall of Fame. You can't talk to him like that. Uh, well, I, if I'm an expert in the field, does that mean I'm standing out in the field yeah. alone? Leave that to me with my pitchfork. Well, that that is that is, but that is really cool. I mean, that they've narrowed it down to literally three feet of this. You know, the super braid, obviously. I mean, I'm sure, Steve, you saw a time when you wouldn't have been allowed on one of those boats with a reel full of braided anything. Oh, yeah. Actually, back east on some of the eastern party boats along, you know, uh, in New England and 
and back there they still don't allow Brave. Yeah. Um, that you know the the San Diego crew are absolute miracle workers. Now, granted, they're very young and they have perfect eyesight. I don't know how they can see in the dark. I haven't quite figured that out. But but yeah, they can they can get you. You know, you can be tangled up with two or three of your best friends you didn't know you had. Uh, you know, and every one of you's got a hundred pound tuna on, and they managed to get it undone. And and it's just it's just miraculous how great those those crews are. I've I, been I in the Long them. Beach show with those flip flop wearing dudes, and you know what, man, they are absolutely fish colors. I don't know how they can just look at a Their piece animals. of line hanging out and go three times around, left to right. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> I got a pair of cutters here. <laughs> yeah, I got a knife. Tuna, yes, thank you. Just, as we always say, listen to the crew and you'll be fine. That's yeah. right. That and, was it walk left? I don't even remember. Hey, wind's in your face, you're in the right place. Hey, Tuna, um, May 21st, I'll be down. I'm bringing a Yeti. Uh <laughs> May twenty first. I need, I think I might need to be out of town that day. Okay, well, just so you know, I'm swinging by the house. So be ready. <laughs> Steve All Carson, right. Senior Tuna. I have one last question before I dump you. We're talking about bluefin, bluefin, bluefin. What up to yellowfin and to yellowtail? What happened to them? Well, well, actually, some of the boats. It depends uh, if they get their limit of bluefin early, which is all of them. Uh, they may or may not opt to go look for yellowtail. It's a little bit hit or, hit or miss, but if you find a kelp patty that's holding, it's limits the yellowtail. They're not too big, so compared to a hundred pound bluefin, it's kind of it could be a letdown, even though they're really tasty. And then the yellowfin are a warmer water species. We almost certainly will see them probably around the middle of August or so, just depending on the water temperatures. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 the yellowfin are still on vacation down, way, way down in Mexico, but they'll be here. There you have it, folks, from one of the best in the West when it comes to saltwater fishing, Senior Tuna, our own Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing University. Steve, thanks for sharing with our listeners. We always appreciate it, my friend. Thanks, Seth. All right, you take care. We'll see you soon. You know, there's a lot going on out there. It's It's not just fish coming out of the lakes with anglers all over the place, but there's been big meetings and everything going on all about landlocked king salmon and landlocked kokanee or the kokanee salmon in our lakes. The plant's coming up, how it's going to be done, who's doing what. Joining us here in the studio this morning live is Gary York, the president of the California Inland Fisheries Foundation Project Kokanee, to give you an idea of the numbers of fish going in, where they're going, and what you might expect in the future. Good morning, Gary. Hey, good morning, Sep. Nice to have you here, and it's yes, nice sir. to see these healthy numbers starting to show up here. Good numbers. You add them together, that's uh, 1.6 million little tiny fish going in the water. It's going to feed a lot of bass, but make a lot of anglers happy. Yeah, and they're already making anglers happy. And some of the, from the previous plants, big kokanee are already being caught in some places. Little ones are being caught in some places, too. You know, when I back when I discovered kokanee, late 90s, Fishing for kokanee didn't start really until May, maybe April. But people are Even catching June. Yeah, people are catching them now. January, February doesn't matter. I mean, what's what's on fire right now? Whiskey Town, big nice ones, Bullard's Bar, big ones. small ones. Don Pedro's kicking them out. Malonis is kicking out some really Shaver nice ones Lake. right in Shaver Lake, 17s and 18s already. But that lake, didn't that get drained a few years ago? Yeah. So we're seeing this kind of cycle coming through. Well, they have, that's a cyclic lake. You know, yeah. they pump the water back up the hill at night and then let it mm. come back down yeah. for hydroelectric power during the day, too. Yeah, but these lakes, they all cycle. I mean, a couple years ago, Party was on fire with good 
party's kind of small right now. It's just people just got to have to shift. Natural population it had obviously great yep. spawning conditions at some point along the way yes, three sir. years ago and blew the population up. Yeah, and these things are working on two- and three-year cycles. So the fish that we're planting this year, the going in the water right now that they're, we're talking about. one when they hit the water. Yeah, these are fish we're catching in, in two years from now. So 2024, these are going to be the fish that we're catching. Exactly. But we, we got some great numbers this year. So kokanee, which we harvest in the fall uh, at uh, Lake Stampede, they uh, they hatch they push them out the, the hatcheries and we are looking at a seven hundred twelve thousand fish allotment scattered across the lakes. Some highlights: uh, Shasta, which we added to the Kokanee Lakes a few years ago, um, getting one hundred sixty thousand. That's that's nearly thirty five thousand more than the allotment from last year. Has anybody been up there? They got to be getting some three and four pounders in that lake. Easy ha- this year. Haven't seen. The size out of Shasta yet, but it's, this it, it's year gonna, or it's next gonna year, there's yeah. going to be some pigs. Yep, um, we did see Lake Party is getting actual shot on. There's an agreement between Lake Party and uh, East Bay Mud and the Department of Fish and Wildlife. They're doing some tagging uh, with some uh, UV type uh, tattooing type stuff, and in order to facilitate that, um, East Bay Mud requested an additional uh, plop of kokanee. It's only ten thousand. It's been a tough fishery anyway, so we're figuring it's you know it's it's not going to move the needle too much. In either direction. So, well, they need to do something there to stabilize that if they can. But once there's a natural self-sustaining population, it's kind of hard to control Mother Nature. Absolutely. Uh, another ad is stampede. We're seeing a reduction of stampede. People complain about stampede size for some time. It's re- reduced by, you know, about a third. It's from seventy-five thousand to fifty thousand. So hopefully that will improve that size a little bit. Although this week I saw a. a uh, uh, Richie Height was fishing stampede and said, "Hey, the size is not too bad this year." So. You know, Stampede well, may be on the upswing. That's what we're saying. Thirteen to fourteen is already yeah. in there. Yeah, so it's it's it, it's all good, and all of our normal lakes: Berryessa, Bass, Don Pedro, McClure, all of them. No new lakes, but everybody's getting an allotment except for Whiskey Town. Monty Courier does a really good job of managing that fishery, and of all the biologists across all the the regions, he really manages his lake. He looks at it. He's thoughtful. It's it's yes or no, not uh, just keep it on autopilot. So we really appreciate his. His math on that. Yeah, he does a good job. He's been around quite a while, actively involved in the Kokanee program, and one of the good guys out there in the field. Absolutely. Moving over to in, Inland Chinook. And my my uh, new favorite. Well, you know, Kokanee's, Kokanee's get – they have the – everybody loves them. And although Chinook aren't under the radar because people are catching them, we were catching them great Chinook in Folsom – Couple years ago, that's the coolest thing about the landlocked chinook. You know, it's just it's leftover fish, but now it's dedicated fish for the freshwater programs. But you're trolling out there for 12 to 16 inch trout, having a good time, or maybe just trolling for some kokanee, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're battling a six to eight pound king. A salmon. ten pounder came out of Folsom last week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll, chinook. that'll bendo the yeah. best of rods. Yeah, exactly. That, that that man don't know him. Went home a happy camper that day. There's no doubt. I would think. And as Marilyn always says, freshwater king salmon is one of the tastiest fish out there. It, 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 you know, when we boat them in the lake, it, it, it smells like ocean salmon. It had, it's never seen salt, <laughs> but by golly, it smells like it's coming out of the salt. Um, as for the inland Chinook, the, the allotments, they're all the same as last year. And we're looking at a 860,000. Uh, Shasta, Trinity, Folsom, Lake Almanor, all your normal lakes. Oroville, Spalding, yep. Berryessa, Don Pedro, McClure, and Pine Flat Reservoir. They're all getting kings in there. So it, it was a good year for both those for the take as well as the plant. And, you know, folks should be pretty happy looking forward in a couple of years. You know, one of the things people can do is to go to websites and see the previous years. They can go to Project Coconut, they can go to Coconut Power, any place, and see the plants from the previous years so you can know what you're 
kind of quantities of fish you might expect in your year. So look back two years, and that's what you're fishing for in the lake at that particular year. Well, Gary, these all work out pretty cool. The, the numbers look good. We could probably increase some of them in a few of the places. I'm glad to see they made the adjustments for us at Stampede. That is the source of eggs for California's the only source of program. eggs. We, they could have more if they wanted to, but that's the they easiest. They choose not to. Yes, yes that's exactly. the easiest accessible and best location for it for right now. I mean, we've taken eggs from everywhere from Robinson Creek up in Bucks the Lake, Twin Lakes area. Lake yeah, you remember the Bucks yeah. Lake days. There's been lots of places that they can get them, but they found that this is just a good, solid, dependable, easily accessible location. Well, congratulations to you, Kokanee Power, and to the Department of Fish and Wildlife for getting all this done. And the anglers that get to enjoy this. Absolutely. They, they and get, they're the ones that help pay for the whole thing. Absolutely. Hey, are you going to announce that pretty soon, the scholarship thing that you guys are involved in, or is that coming up pretty soon? It, it will be pretty soon, yes. It, it's been – California uh, Inland Fisheries Foundation uh, is – making a couple of scholarships available for people going into the uh, fishing background in college and stuff. So uh, Gary's processing one that came through right now from a bass organization that looked pretty impressive too. So we'll find out what's going on with that. But very impressive numbers. I'm looking forward to it. I know you and your dad will invite me out for a day, right? You can count on it. Because my boat didn't burn. I just haven't got the new one yet. <laughs> the end result's the same. <laughs> yes, it is. A lot of shoreline fishing for Sep today. Thank you for joining us, Gary. You, we really appreciate it. Can I get it. you some power bait? No, I got plenty. Oh, okay. You know what I got? I got I got more jigs waiting for those salmon to come up to the top of the north end of the Berryessa yeah. in February than you could shake a stick at. I got some great suffix line. I got everything never I need. Never happened. Hmm. But I wonder if it can be done at 40 to 60 feet, too. I'm going to find that not out Not from the bank it can't. Nope, not from the <laughs> bank. Want to take me out there in your bass boat, Mr. Brown? Sure. I got all the electronics you need. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Where's Marilyn? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. We've been talking fishing in California with a tremendous variety of species available to the angler. Some complain about the cost of the annual license, but it's really an inexpensive way to pay for the privilege of what we get. So much to go for, salt water and fresh. So many types of fish. Something else that helps maintain this is the angler who supports the organizations that work to help the fisheries. It's called Put Your Money Where Your Heart Is. So, do what you can to support and improve the outdoors. Play by the rules, report questionable behavior, keep only what you can use, volunteer for cleanup projects, take a kid fishing, share your love of fishing. It's always time well spent. Hey, get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. 
The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, Pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Sepp and Kent. How you gentlemen doing? We are doing great. How's the wonderful world of guns, fishing, and other stuff this morning? Well, if it's so good, I'd be great. <laughs> you know, I don't want to dwell on this, but I got your ad for a new gun that came in. New in stock, California compliance, standard, blah, 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 blah. And you only got one of them. Imagine, uh-huh. imagine that. Yeah, well, it's a rather expensive gun. Well, real quick, tell them about it. And a lot of people will look at this as a collector's item, I am certain. It is a California Legal FN 249 saw in 5.56. It is a very amazing looking gun. So you got two two of them in. Or mag fed, either one. Of course, we're in California, so even on the belt fed, you can only have 10 rounds. Of course. Yeah, but it is $11,000. It's on display in Dublin. Anybody wants it, they can have it. $10,999.99. I'm sure that there were two or three available. You've got one, your dad's got one, and you're selling this one? 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew how. I knew that's how that works. It so. had to be something somewhere yeah. in that program. Yeah. Well, yeah, Travis, hopefully, what? I'm supposed to have a couple FN scars come in this week, but I haven't seen them yet. I'm just hoping they haven't unpackaged them. Well, this, this will be happening, folks, uh, at the Dublin store. This gun is only available at the G- Dublin fishing, uh, guns fishing, and other stuff location. So uh, if you're interested, you need to get a hold of him and talk to him about it. Well, Travis, what are the guys talking to you about over the counter this week? What's going on? Well, let's start off with our great shootout there at uh, Camanche Hills last week with California, Rod, uh, California gun owners. It was a good shooting. Like I said, I hadn't shot in several years, and boy, did it show. I was going to say, you used the word great shoot, so that means you didn't shoot great. great. Probably no. <laughs> the old man didn't shoot real good either because neither one of you have been doing a lot of shooting lately. But you know, Dad did a hell of a lot better than I did. <laughs> yeah, but you guys are great supporters of it, and that's why you were there, more for the fun and the support than anything. That's right. We had a great time, met some old friends, hadn't seen in a while, supported Gunners California, and they had a great dinner from everything when I've talked to Sam afterwards. Well, quite a shoot. A lot of folks out there and another great fundraising event, and they've got another big fundraising event taking place uh Gun owners of California in Sacramento, the big crab feed and tri-tip dinner on May 6th. But you're doing one in July, a crab feed for gun owners of California, aren't you? Right there in back of uh, We're doing one in July, but I don't think we're doing crab feed. I think it's going to be a barbecue. Well, bring it on. I'll be there either way. I don't care. Yeah, we're thinking about maybe doing a Kinder's barbecue this time. And we're still debating on location. we got three locations we're debating on. One is uh, Jelly Belly. Two is the Pino Adobe Park and have it outdoors. Yeah, it was a nice place when CWA was there. You've been there before for those dinners. Yep. Yeah, I was the one that suggested, and everybody's both hot in July. I said, yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> it absolutely is fun. Well, folks, if you haven't got a, your favorite sport going yet, you need to stop by a Guns Fishing and other stuff and figure out what the heck it is, whether it's fishing, hunting, sporting clays, or just going out and having a good time in the outdoors. They've got everything you need for fun out there, no question about it. And if you're interested in a saw, they ain't got one that'll cut a tree down, but I bet this one would if it needed to. <laughs> it would, and we can get more if you want to order them. Also, we got... uh this weekend is the last weekend for turkey season for all those guys interested out there. And yesterday morning I was out watching the turkeys, seeing a very nice double beard in the backyard here. You know, I had turkeys all over for years. I haven't heard a single turkey going to roost in my area. I haven't heard a single turkey gobble out there, but I am hearing quail. So uh, that's a nice sign that the cats haven't killed all the quail out there. Yeah, we got a few quail, not as many as we usually have, but the turkeys are roosting in the tree right across from the house. <laughs> Kind of convenient, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you better you better get to it by tomorrow. That's for sure, my friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you want them, get them. You got today and tomorrow, and that's it. And also, the guys have been coming in and up at Quail Point this weekend. Coming up is the big California State uh, shoot, and they got spectators there. They're going to be some of the best shooters in the country shooting there. It's the big, big regional championship going on out there. I've got friends that are shooting it. I'm sure Gary Pilkington's out there. I'm sure um, Kent's uh, cousin, Willie, is out there doing shooting too. There's a lot of really top shots out there with some very difficult targets to hit. Marilyn and I take our golf cart and go out there and drive around, 
and we watch a lot of the action going on. There's some amazing shooters out there. There people, is. Them guys are just absolutely amazing. You know, if I could shoot half as good as them, I'd be great. Yeah, there's people so good out there. Just remind you when you get home to put your shotgun away forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use it as a doorstop or something because that's about as good as you're going to do with them guys. Travis Morgan with Over the Counter at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. Thanks for sharing with us today, folks. And I appreciate you. If you need that gun, folks, you need to get a hold of him right now. Travis, give him a phone number at that Dublin store. The Dublin store is 925-828-84867. You might. And they're open, like I said, they're open the same hours as we are up here, and they'll be glad to talk to you about it. You got it, partner. Thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend. You got it guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and uh, Mr. Brown, nice to have you in the studio. Yeah, it is. You know, except, uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of dinners and a lot of uh, different fundraisers coming up. Uh, gotta throw one more into the mix. Uh, it's gonna be Friday night, Friday the 13th, May 13th, the Placerville Ducks Unlimited. Dinner. Oh, that's, that's right. always that's that a big giant, monster. giant dinner up there. Uh, that, uh, that they I will do be, like a hundred guns. Or yeah, something. they do. And I'll be emceeing that dinner, uh, as late into the evening on a Friday night. Uh, but, uh, I'll be emceeing that dinner. Apparently, uh, when you drive the, uh, Thompson's Toyota Tundra around and Jeff and Ron Thompson are the dinner chairman, you get to emcee it. Yeah. You should be home by midnight, <laughs> midnight, one o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up at four to come in here and do this. But show. I know Gary Ert goes to that, uh, on occasion. It's a great dinner. It's so anyway, that's, uh, uh, that one's coming up May the 13th and all the infos at the Ducks Unlimited. Well, uh, you've heard page. us, you've all heard us talking about supporting these organizations. Yeah. Now's the time. We're getting back on our feet post COVID, hopefully, and everything's starting to roll. Everybody's out. Everybody wants to get these fundings going again. Everybody wants everything to get moving. We all want it to happen at once, and it can't be done without the support of you guys out there listening to the show right now. Please support those organizations that you feel comfortable in donating to or participating with or volunteering your time. And everybody's comfortable enough to start, uh, you know, getting back into uh, the fundraising dinner mode. That's a fact. Hey, we've been uh, texting a friend of ours back and forth that's hiding out down in the eastern Sierras, and uh, he's been sending us some photos of what's going on. Joining us right now is the man that's retired from Honda Marine, my good friend Richard Burton, who for 58 years has been going to opening weekend of the Eastern Sierras, and he joins us live now. Good morning, Richard. You notice I haven't sent you any pictures of any fish. Yeah, I kind of did notice that, but you did show me some boats and calm water, so the wind's not blowing. Oh, it's beautiful weather. One of the nicest we've ever had. Uh, Maybe that's a problem. (laughs) The only fish I've seen... The only fish I've seen taken off the lake is there's three guys in a ski boat. <laughs> That's kind of been paralyzing us that they've caught uh, three fish. That's well, about it. That's the way it works until you get into yeah. them there. You know, opening day has been this tr- big tradition for years and years, and I know you've participated in 58 years of it. How did the opening days nowadays stack up compared to, say, 20, 30, 40 years ago? Well, naturally, the people have evolved. We, we've got, seems like, about every fifth or sixth year, we get a whole group of rookies, and uh, we seem to have that. About <laughs> Richie and I were talking this morning that uh, 
you know, probably eight or nine years ago, there was a lot of families that had started coming to opening weekend. They were using it as kind of a mini vacation. That's kind of gone away. There's a lot of good old boy camps going on. But, uh, and there's, you know, we're fighting a lot of things up here right now. We got Rush Creek, you can't fish it. Uh, they got the lawn tramp fenced off at Silver Lake by the National Forest. They tore it up last October that, uh, you want to get a little closer? Go on over. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> nothing like crowded boats at Crowley Lake. At least he didn't yell yeah. something back to you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, we haven't heard a lot of hooping and hollering, so we don't know what's going on. Um, we'll find out. We're just we got on the water about six fifteen, thrown along this one bank, and uh, you know Crowley's kind of a bait fishing lake. Normally we don't have a lot of trolling traffic, but this year we've got quite a bit. There's probably. Oh, a dozen boats that were all in line right here, trying to stay away from each other. Well, there's been opening then, days out there that there's been two or three hundred boat on the water. How many boats? Uh, two or three. Now, normally, Crawley has upwards of a thousand boats on yeah, the water. There you go. I didn't want to over-exaggerate <laughs> thing. How many boats are on the water today? Uh, I'd say there's probably, you know, five, six hundred. Yeah, that's all cool. rental boats are out. I saw the photo of the docks with all the boats out of there, only one boat left in there. It looks to me like an absolutely gorgeous time. You were talking about the weather and the 58 years, and we were sending photos back. I took a picture of your young son many years ago that was graced the cover of Western Outdoor News, and then to see the photo of you and your son on the shores at the same lake last night was very nice. That was uh, 1992. He was 11 years old. He's 41 now. Yeah, I don't think he's missed an opener. I, that was probably his fifth or sixth at that time. So, you yeah. know, it's always good to have your best friend with you. Well, you guys have made a family reunion out of this thing. You show up every year. Everybody goes down there in mass, and you have a great time. And I think it's just great. You know so many of the people because of your relationship with Honda Marine, dealing with all the marina operators and everything down there. It just makes it a wonderful place, and it kind of feels like home to you, doesn't it? It does, and, and I uh, had a little contact with Abby from Crawley Lake and June Lake Marina, and there's kind of the same thing, not a lot going on yet this morning, but I'm sure it will. Adam at, or Andrew at uh, Silver Lake said nobody's torn the fence down yet to the lawn tramp. I would have. Uh, I wouldn't have torn it down. I would have carefully taken it apart and got it the hell out of the way so you could launch your boat. And then yeah. I would have been slowly handcuffed and taken away probably to Inyo County. Yeah, I need to find a good attorney to sue the guy that sold me my truck. You know, it's still in the shop. I'm probably going to be there for six weeks, waiting on parts. Yeah, well, you know, I guess you probably should hold me responsible for putting bad gas into your truck, huh? <laughs> well, I don't know. We don't know if that was exactly right, but it looks kind of pointing that way. Yeah. Well, any- um, on another note, I bought a couple of the uh, outboards off of Silver Lake out of the rental fleet. They're a little ugly looking, but they run excellent. Uh, if anybody's interested in an eight-horse Honda short shaft. I think Alan Tong's interested in any motor right now. <laughs> yeah, boy, what a mess that was, huh? Absolutely. Wow. Well, Richard. I've seen a couple of boat fires in my life, and they're, they're nasty. Oh, no, you don't, and I'm glad it wasn't on the water, because it could have got real nasty watching a bunch of 65, 70-year-old oh, people swimming in the water without a life jacket while their boat burns. That wouldn't yeah. have been, that wouldn't have been pretty either. Well, Richard, I know opening day is an important family event out there. I hope the fishing gets better for you. I'm sure there's plenty of fish in there. You just got a you got a lake full of fish. Going, what the hell is going on? There was nobody here yesterday. Yeah. Now there's 500 boats on the water. They'll relax. We'll find them. 
Yes, you will. We'll find them. Have a great time out there. My best to you and your family. Say hey to them all for us. You bet. Tell all the listeners we say hey. You just did. Take care. Richard Burton, live on the water, opening day at Crowley Lake. That is still such a tradition up there. It is, but it's really changed since they've adjusted opening and left this open year round and that open year round. And it's, it's kind of taken away the boom that used to be opening day when we, (laughs) when we had to work three days in a row, 12 hours a day, drink every night, get up early the next morning and put line on spools for people. I remember going into Rick Rockle's store, you know, up there at, uh, at Bridgeport Sep and we'd start winding line at eight o'clock at night and stop at about 4 a.m. at daylight. Yeah. Yeah. We stop at daylight, but you stop. They just keep rolling into town, rolling into grocery bags full of reels and. I remember Mark, Pallets Mark Haynes and the guys uh-huh. out. Oh, uh-huh. those yeah, were rather, the days. Uh, trust me, it's a lot easier to sell boats than fishing line and power bait. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> and flashers, I would imagine, too. Wow. Hey, our next guest is the man we always end our show with. Not because he's an end-all to everything, but he's a source for all the information that we haven't covered yet today. I know he listens to every word we say and fills in all the cracks with fishing opportunities, whether they be freshwater or saltwater. Joining us right now, the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. Boy, you did a great job, uh, especially with Gary Irk telling about all the kokanee spots. Uh, kind of sold my thunder there, which I'm really happy to hear the different places that are popping up. Feel so, free to tag uh, on whatever you want, because if you think it's just as good, it's important to let everybody know. Well, I'll go a little different direction. We'll talk a little bit about more, more about trout. You know, with the with the Sierras opening up, uh, lots of trout plants in the in Tuolumne River, Stanislaus River all those locations up there, up and down on the west side of the Sierras, in addition to the east side. So things are looking good there if you like to go up into the high country. You know, we had a little bit of snow last week, but it melted very quickly. Like you said, I heard earlier today, and it's great. I mean, the first boat's getting into Stampede, getting kokanee to 13 and a half inches. You know, that had been a dink place for the last couple of years. Such a great fishery had gone down. Sounds like it's coming back really well. Um, 12-pound Landlocked king salmon caught in Don Pedro this week. Oh, Unbelievable. my goodness. Erk, did you hear that? 12-pounder. That That's a yeah. bendo right there. I mean, I go out there with a trout rod that's, I know, Kent's getting pulled up to the mic. I go out with a 2-6 to six or maybe a 4-10. to ten killing me. And a 4-10. to t- Kent, our rods bend. Yours are sticks. Uh, so, so do ours. <laughs> no, they don't. But it is a handful. A landlocked king over 4 pounds is just going to kick your butt. And congratulations to the lucky angler that nailed that one. And, again, these are no-guilt fish. Take it home. Eat it. It's going to die in the lake anyway. That's the way they work. They've cycled every through three years in the lake, and they're gone, folks. Go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was fantastic. I figured Pedro was going to kick it out because, uh, you know, Orville has really been limited in terms, you know, they had that fantastic year on King last year, and it's going to take a little while for that lake to rebound. But, you know, Kent, I want to give a shout-out to the bass fishing community. Uh, I think there's been some great events that the bass fishing community has been putting on. You know, we had that cast for kids a couple of weeks ago at, at Folsom. And last week we had the high school uh, championships in the Delta. Yeah. And, you know, we have the high school bass clubs popping up all over the place. And, you know, I was a former high school administrator for 10 years of my life, and I am just so excited to see so many of these students uh, – 
participating in these events. And uh, yeah, another big event important. tomorrow, actually, uh, at Clear Lake, the TBF and uh, and uh, Major League Fishing uh, High School event that'll be taking place tomorrow at Clear Lake, following up the Toyota Series, which is up there right now. So uh, there'll be uh, there'll be a bunch of boats and uh, a bunch of kids fishing up there this weekend. Yeah, and a lot of these um, young young men and women need the support of uh, the of boaters from the community, and it seems like the community really steps up for them and brings them out. And you know, we got to really cultivate this next generation. So it really makes me happy to see the bass community step up and do that. And uh, any way that we can support these youngsters uh, as they move into it, that's where the next generation of uh, fishermen can come from. And there's a lot of passion going on out there, so the, it's fantastic. These high school kids are so good, Dave. They really are. They. You know, they're, they're, they're not afraid of electronics. They know how to get on YouTube to learn stuff. And, uh, they're just so good. I mean, they're, they're so far advanced from where we were at that age. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. When we were that age, they didn't have any of those. Right. Things. No, we, well, yeah, we were fishing tournaments, but it was hard knocks. Yeah. With a blue box and yeah. a, I mean, a green box. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the industry's come so far, as you know, Kent. I mean, you you were right there at the at the at the cutting edge of it, and now you see how much more mentoring is going on with the bass fishing community for these young anglers, and I think that's just incredible. Yeah, you know, and uh, I, I really know. like places like Roosevelt High School down in Fresno. You know, that's really a, a, a high poverty school, and a lot of uh, people from the Fresno area support those youngsters and uh, come out, and uh, I think it's wonderful that what they're doing is just amazing work. Yeah, they're doing great, Joe. Great I, I I think it's amazing that high school kids can get that involved and get the benefits of the involvement. There's so much more than just going out and catching bass. It frankly forces people to become better people quickly. Well, except so many they, of these they kids have are... to be able to communicate. They have yeah. to have a personality. It's all things that make these kids young adults, isn't it, Dave? You know, I think that's amazing uh, because they work together. You know, you're going to have a multi-ethnic group of students that are going to be out there having respect for each other. You know, and our society becomes more and more as our demographics change. I think that's incredibly important to be able to work together. And one thing I'll really uh, say about the bass fishing community, those students learn conservation right away because they're not keeping those fish. And they learn how important it is to, you know, catch and release. And I think those are the kind of uh, ethics that we want to build in our in our young fishermen. Well, we owe a lot to the people that are working with them and teaching them and sharing that information with them too because that helps make a better fishery, it helps make better fishermen, and it makes better people in the long run. You know, said before, all this high school stuff started, I'd be remiss if we didn't give a little shout-out to, to my, old, my old buddy who we lost a few years ago, Andy Kachia, and everything Andy did with the Conroy Oakley CO Protein Classic at the California Delta, that was that was before all of this got started. Yeah, you know, and uh, and really kind of opened eyes to a lot of folks. Dave, anything else yeah. you got for us? Well, you know, Comanches planting, parties planting. You know, we had this uh, cooler spell. I know it's going to go into a hot spell, but uh, you know, we're still planting in those lakes. Uh, our party's going to be planting all summer long. I think that's wonderful. You know, a sleeper has been McSwain. They've been planting it. They're catching some huge lightning trout, and that's a great place to go from the banks. Uh, a lot of people in that uh, Merced and the uh, Turlock and uh, Modesto area go down to uh, McSwain, and it seems like that place is kicking out some fish. So there's, that's wonderful. There's plenty of opportunities, folks, for you to get out and get involved. And if you can't find one, take a look at Western Outdoor News. Get yourself a prescription or a subscription. Either one will make you feel better. 
Dave, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate it, as always, my friend. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Shoot it. Count on it. Thank you much. Well, Mr. Brown, are you going to be going fishing, or are you about Clear Lake down? Well, I'm headed to Clear Lake as soon as we turn these microphones off, Sep. I'm going to go play boat rip. I am going to go up. I'm going to actually hop in a boat with Rick Grover, and we're going to go watch Kyle fish today. So uh, i got a couple hours. We'll get up to Lakeport. Rick's going to pick me up at the dock, and uh, we're going to run around up there and then. Yeah, I'm going to get on the water this week. Well, I your think. day We're isn't in. near as exciting as mine because I race from here straight to Walmart, do some grocery shopping, and then race home and have breakfast and then take a nap. <laughs> you got it all figured out. I've you? been doing this for 20-something years. <laughs> I think I know how it's done. Well, I hope all of you will start getting out. It's Mother's and... Day next weekend. Oh, jeez. Yes. Don't, Don't forget, forget that one. <laughs> and and and. Buy your wife something for sure, guy. And don't be cheap and buy her an FS. Get her a Lowrance Live 12. Yeah, with that new fancy transducer. You know exactly what to do. What she wants. Get her exactly what she wants. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. We appreciate you being there. Chris, thank you. Marilyn in the control room. Mr. Irk for coming down. Till next week. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.